Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. You get to get real with Rick Dancer. It is really good to see you. I had a good day because I kind of got to bark at some people. You know, barking at people is, is underrated. You know, when people just do stupid things, it's okay sometimes to just call it out. And um, when, when I've got people on my page more concerned about the source of where I got the information than they are the fact that the inflation rate in America is up 9.1%, you got to say we have a little bit of a problem, but that's just me. And that's how I start out this story tonight. <laughs> That'll get Facebook happy. Yes, we got a great story. It has nothing to do with politics. Well, kind of, I guess, but not really. Um, we've got Basin Tackle Rob is here. Um, you know, that's always a, a joy when you get somebody from Charleston, Oregon on the Coos Bay Coast. Going to tell us about some of the magical time going on over there. And then we have a family. This is like a group that that moved from Oregon to Montana. Um, and we'll tell you the story when we get there, how I met them. And, uh, and now they're doing a wedding venue, but they've never even been to the state. <laughs> they just sold everything packed up and came to Montana. So we're going to hear their story because that's what we want to talk about. I want to thank our sponsors, Compton Family Wines. Um, we're going to see if we can get their wine out at the venue in Helena we can work out this deal, this relationship, and get them some really good wine from uh, Philomath, Oregon. That would be kind of fun. Rosa Real Estate gave away a dollhouse. Why? Mm, well, Rob's upset because he didn't win it. You know, he always likes to play with dolls. And so he didn't win it, but somebody did. And we have his Taco Tuesday, which is actually on Thursday that we're going to talk about. And then Dr. Bratlin, Chris Dental Family Dentistry. Guess what he did? Well, he put up a Joe Rogan and um, Elon Musk uh, billboard thanking them for being so cool for loving freedom. Well, it, it ran its course and made enough people mad. We, you know, you get to a certain level and then we go, okay, okay we're successful. That's 200,000 people are angry. And then he went back to putting up his back the blue uh, billboard. And so he's going to talk to us a little bit about that. Dr. Bratlin has guts. Uh, he's a guy with very strong guts. And then Albert Taylor is another sponsor we have. Uh, endless possibilities. And I think the family you're going to meet is an endless possibility. What they do is they house and, and help people with different abilities so that they can live a, a fulfilled life on their own. So that's what we got coming on for you. So let's get started. I got a fancy new open. I can't wait to show you. You ready? All right, here you go. I know it goes fast, but you know what? That's the internet. You guys don't like things that take a long time. Have you ever noticed that, Rob? <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting for us, and I was going to be all smarmy. I thought you would have this like 20 second intro, but I was going to be like, it didn't, it didn't show up on this end, Rick. What, what was it? That was uh, a <laughs> that was it was like hit and run, man. That was awesome. Uh, how you doing, bud? I'm good. I heard, I heard things over on the coast are just slamming, and fish are coming yeah. in, and the fisheries are open. You've had some nice weather. We have our eight and a half months of winter is finally over. And and I say that somewhat facetiously, but there, there's a, a grain of truth to it as well. Very wet spring. Now, that's kind of good. It's just really good because it means there's not a lot of forest fires that we typically see this time of year. The past several years, tons of fires inland. Here's kind of the crazy thing. You know, with, with economics and whatnot, if somebody suffers, somebody always gains. You know, if there's a foreclosure, somebody wins on it. Well, when there's fires, this is horrible to even say, we, and we don't ever wish this, but when there's big fires in the valley, inland, northern California, we actually see huge upticks 
in tourists and people coming to our area because they're escaping the smoke. They're escaping the heat. They're escaping that. So we're not seeing that that mad fire rush that we typically see this time of year, which we're for. But it, it, next year it'll be different. You, you just you never guys, know. But are you guys getting some hot weather? Because that used to always bring people when I worked in Coos Bay. You get the yeah, we, 90 degree days, people head over to the coast. Like 70 degrees in Charleston is a rare thing. When I first moved here from, from Texas and we hit like 70 degrees, I had been here a few months and someone came in, they're like, man, this, I can't take this heat. I'm going home. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and he left like weird. Okay. And then other people started coming in like, oh man, I can't take this heat. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> You're, what, what, what do you mean? You serious? You serious? Yeah. And it turns out 70 degrees here is very warm, but. 70 degrees here is different than 70 degrees in the South. And I can't explain it. You know, my little ones and I were out the other day. It was 90, 92. Uh, we were floating the river. We were boating the river, catching fish, having all kinds of fun swimming. And that 90 felt like 120. It's the heat presents differently. It's not just an acclimation thing, but it's different. I used to come here from the desert. I, I'd crab off the docks for a couple of days and I'd go home with more of a tan than I left the desert with. I don't do you want to see. I can show you right. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm not going to do that to you, people. We're, well, I guess we're not going to do show. But you know, I mean, you save that for your wife. I mean, really, you have to save something. Right? Maybe, maybe we'll get rid of some of your viewers. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But no, it's it's an amazing, wonderful time of year right now. Um, it's it's warm. It's sunny. Like I say, there's salmon going on. There's tuna starting to happen a little bit. A lot of fish inside the bay. Crabbing's been good. It is a it is a sportsman's paradise. The entire coast of Oregon is a sportsman's paradise, particularly the south coast. You know, it doesn't get as much pressure. We we have some uniqueness to it that really makes it um, uh, convenient for fish to be where we want them to be. And we get out and we do it. Lots of halibut caught this year. Again, just a just a wonderful, amazing time of year. This is like Christmas time for the outdoors people. So, Rob, if you ever catch too many fish, because I know you catch a lot of fish, you know, freeze it and ship it to me. You pay, you know, because I'm so kind and nice to you and everything. And I'd be more than happy to take it off your hands. You know, I, I've mentioned this once before. If if you ever have people going through, and I, and I say this sincerely, going through around here and heading to you, have them get in touch with me. You get in touch with me, and we'll get you a nice chest full of fresh fish. Like, we'll okay. be like fresh. Oh, I mean, we'll be frozen, but... Um, we, we, we go through so much fish here. We eat so much fish. We almost have like a, uh, a commercial processing plant. You know, we, we have our little system we do. And then we have to stop because we have so much. It's like, okay, we can't fish for a week. We want to fish, but we have to eat a bunch. And then we eat it till we throw up. And then we go fishing again. It's like a bulimia thing with fish. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, girl. You just, you're going to always get me in trouble, aren't you? You kind of look, look like a fish, actually. I mean. I, I, I have gills. You want to see? No, <laughs> Rob, thank you for coming on. And if you guys are ever looking for fishing information, base and tackle, Charleston, Oregon, just ask for Rob. You folks take care. Thank you, Rick. Always a pleasure, my friend. God bless each and every one of you. God bless America. All right. See you, buddy. Have fun fishing. That's where he's going. That's why he always goes on first because he's going fishing. Let's get a few of our sponsors in here and let them know. In fact, Derek Roser with Roser Real Estate Group. Had a little thing in the uh, Harrisburg Fourth uh, of July parade. Had a float, and he built a little dollhouse, and um, and then they gave it away. It was like someone's dream home. So he and some of his staff delivered that. Watch.
is so cool. Derek, that's not a doll. I mean, that's like a really cool little place. And Derek used to be a builder because he was my realtor when we sold our house. Um, and uh, I'll tell you, you know what he did for us? He, he had a trailer. He brought a, a, a junk, you know, like a utility trailer over. He said, use this in case you need to throw something away. And I went, I'm not throwing anything away. When we left, <clears throat> it was full. And then he took it to the dump for us because we were moving. So here's a, just a, a really short little clip from Derek talking about what's going on with housing right now. Our weekly taco tour at Sonny's Tavern at 5th and Q Street in Springfield. This is probably one of my favorite go-to places to have a great taco. And I'm going to just show off these beauties. We're going to go with some red sauce and dive on in. So, mm. cheers. So we're in a shifting market right now. Buyers are asking me, hey, how do I keep my house payment down with the interest rates where they're at? Well, there's more inventory on the market right now. Sellers are potentially willing to offer credits and those credits can be used by a buyer to buy down their interest rate. If you want uh, more information on that, give me a call. All right, there you go. So let's bring on our guest tonight. Um, I know not like Rob was not a guest, but Rob's usual. Well, hello, you guys. This is Tony hey. and Joseph. Um, obviously, Joseph is the one with the beard. Um, yeah. Tony can be either one, but I don't know a lot of girls named Joseph. Um, so you guys are from where? Springfield. Springfield, Oregon. Springfield, Oregon. And then, so tell people what happened. You were, when was this? Because here's what here's the the, the, the quick story is. Um, I'm at Costco. I just written a blog about not knowing anybody here and nobody ever recognizes me, which was kind of interesting and fun. And I go to Costco the next day and a truck pulls up and this girl sticks her head out the window and screams, oh my God, it's Rick Dancer. And so we talked for like 45 minutes and she told me the story of their family and this is the family. So you guys kind of explain what happened. Oh, it was August. It was September, actually. We, um, I think everything, everything just was happening, you know, COVID seems like crime was up. Um, it just felt like everything was just not feeling good back in Oregon anymore. And we'd all been throwing around moving, but we weren't sure who was serious and who wasn't. So we called the family meeting in September of last year, sat down at our table, said who's in and who's not, and where are we going? And um, we chose somewhere sunny. Now, sometimes they're internet because they're out in the country in this little Grizzly Valley. It's called Grizzly Gulch. It's just kind of east, northeast a little bit of Helena. And so sometimes they, they're on Starlink. Thank you, Elon Musk. And so sometimes it goes out. So we'll, we'll just keep popping you back in. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, basically, it, it wasn't just uh, COVID-related. People think it's, it's because of that. But there, there was a lot of things that came into it. This wasn't an easy decision. My wife had never left Springfield, Oregon. She had never. That's, she's lived there her whole life. Um, deep, All my family, deep there. family roots there. Her parents are buried there. There's, there's, there's a lot of history there. It was an extremely difficult and challenging um, decision that we made, um, but we, we wanted to do it. We have five boys, six grandkids. Um, uh, four of the five have have wives or girlfriends, and and this was not a this was not a knee jerk reaction. But with the um, the way 
they were it, it felt like we were being pushed around a little bit um i i i don't like the legalization of of the drugs that were allowed in oregon um the crime seemed to be spiking the job so we'll, um in fact you know what i'm going to do i'm going to hit a commercial real quick here and we'll get right back to them hang on to make what is very normal more normal for the general population yeah i think that's a great way to describe it you know rick is it the, the people that we work with are exactly that. They're people. They, they're, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about the fact that they're not disabled. They're differently abled. Uh, we have people that, that are artists. We have people that make music. You know, we have people that have all kinds of other things that are really, when you, when you spend the time to get to know them, they're warm, funny, wonderful people who they just want to do what the rest of us want to do, which is, fully embrace and live their lives and be part of the larger community and, you know, and, and be out there and, and have a chance to engage and, and, and interact with folks and tell their stories and hear people's stories. So how many homes do you guys have? We have 16 group homes right now. Uh, and then we have probably about another 30 or 40 people that we support. So if you're looking for work and looking for a job or a way to change your life, albertaylor.com slash jobs, and you can check them out. Okay, you guys, you're back. No, sorry. So, so was Oregon, was it the control thing? I mean, for my wife and me, it felt like we had no, Oregon was always like a, a, a real free place. It, it, and it felt like we didn't fit anymore. And yes, right. I think it, like people think us was COVID too, but I think it really was the reaction to COVID. And we saw how easily people would trade their freedom um, and listen, if you just do this, it'll all be over. Well, it's not going to be over. Right. Exactly. We, we didn't, again, with a knee-jerk reaction, and wherever you stand with the vaccine or not have the vaccine, it was difficult to have a conversation with a neighbor about that. The people that, there were people in our neighborhood, people at work, people that we ran across that were so adamant that you had to do that or, or you were facing imminent death. Um, they just couldn't see that there maybe there was another um, another viewpoint or another feeling or another um, belief. And again, it wasn't about that. But two of our boys worked at mills that had over 100 employees. And when they started talking about mandating vaccines at a certain employee number or they would be let go. And Anna, and Anna was a nurse. It, 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 that started to really um, accelerate the conversation about moving because trying to get ahead of that curve and so that's when we had that family meeting we had a couple of those talking about you know where do you guys sit where do you stand what do we what do we want to do here and and uh, the majority of the vote wanted to move and so we were going to go you know together we want to go as a family and, and we're you know I, I we don't two of my boys are our boys are still in in oregon and we're you know they'll be here soon but um that was hard to leave that and, and to leave our family but some of our family behind and and start trekking this way. We had never been to Montana before. We, we it's the first time in this state, so it, it was not an easy decision. It, it was uh, we, we we guided by faith and guided by family and, and and friends and just just hard work and just we're just trying to make it make a go of it here. Honestly, it was God. It was just God. I don't know how else to explain why we're here. Why are we on this property? Like it's sometimes it's surreal yeah. uh, that we're here. So, so did you guys, did you just, how did you know Helena? That's where you wanted to be. <laughs> okay. So that's, we, we, the, the, the well, well, we wanted all, to go someplace warm 
and the the boys were most of the boys were pick, trying to pick some place where they could go fishing hunt and, and fence, fishing in the outdoors and 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 uh so with that we said okay well how about idaho, we yeah montana. we started talking to idaho and then and then we started working our way east a little bit more to montana and then we we said well you got to pick a place we started looking at snow accumulation <laughs> and helena was supposed to be uh a little less one of the lower uh accumulator i don't even know, I yes. know accumulating snow uh levels uh, <laughs> levels for the state was it was one of the lower ones so that's how we ended up in helena yeah. and then finding this venue finding this place to live was um that that was that was god lining us up we have a good relationship with the previous owners you know that that was a lot of prayer and, and conversations with them and finances we we put we put everything from our house into this that when we sold in oregon we we had a 69 camaro we sold that it, all, a lot of belongings we sold everything a lot of finances we just we put into this and, and what we're trying to do is it's not just for us or our children's generation, but but the future generations of our family. We we want to see them live more freely and to have the opportunity to do that. We felt like we needed to get out here and get a place. It'd be safer. It feels be safer, safer here yeah. in Oregon. Okay, you froze. You froze up a little bit, you guys. It was. Uh, they ran into drugs with the like the needles and the homeless population. You know, we have a heart for the homeless, but it was just out of control. You know, everything everything just felt like it was getting to be. We just unhealthy. felt like being pushed around. Yeah, our neighborhood was what we've considered safe. Our, our neighbor was her house was shot at twice. Uh, we have ring cameras all around our house in Oregon. And I can tell you things got stolen out of my cars, off my porch. Somebody tried to take the ring camera off my house, like and calling the police. Unfortunately, most of the time, nothing, nothing was done. And, and so um, when, when I raised my boys in Oregon or we raised our boys in Oregon, there was no real fear. There was no hyper sensitivity to can my boys ride their bikes in the street without me um, watching over them like a hawk you could go in and out of the house and know that your boys or your kids were playing outside, playing basketball, riding bikes, just, you know, in the neighborhood. And our now, grandkids don't have and, that. And our grandkids wouldn't have that, like that, that you're literally around the, 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 that little girl tried to get that guy that killed himself recently there in Springfield, who was abducting, was trying to abduct that girl. That was around the corner from where we lived. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it wasn't about COVID. It was about getting to a place where we COVID felt was like the last straw. It, it just, yeah, that, that didn't was the help. Last straw. That didn't help so, the, the policy. So hold, hold that thought. Cause what I want you to think about, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to do a couple more commercials here, and then we're going to show your venue a little bit later. But um, oh, um, what, what I want you to think about is how does it feel different here? Okay. Okay. So hang on just for a second. A lot of businesses and a lot of individuals feel like they, they want to support them, but they feel like they can't because they feel like they'll be retaliated against. And I don't care. Like, I, I, I don't. I, I think we should support our place. They're wonderful people. They're not racist. They're not. They, they support. It's who we call when we have an emergency. I do a lot of sponsorship with the police departments locally. Uh, I feel like they don't have enough support, and I wanted to show my support by putting the billboard up. And I got Rick, you know, I got you on the billboard. I got uh, uh, Kill Colin on the uh, uh, billboard, uh, uh, and I just want to show that our support. I think more businesses need to show their their back, they back the blue. 
And we want to thank Dr. Ratlin for all of his sponsorship. He sponsors all of our shows for us. So we really appreciate that about him. So how have you guys, because I mean, I get criticized because people are going, well, why do you always bashing Oregon? I'm, I'm not bashing Oregon. I'm saying factual things. One of the biggest questions I get here is, did your state really legalize amounts of methamphetamine and heroin? They cannot believe that Oregon voters did that. They, it, it, it's, it's, it stuns them. And I don't think people, and, and that's the other thing I wanted to ask you. Um, do you ever, do you, do you sometimes feel like, um, God, I keep losing my questions. I'm sitting here thinking, going, I have so many things I want to ask you. But um, like when, when, that it's so different here that it reminds you of old Oregon, like back yes. before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you know, when I was, when I was growing up there, I remember my parents and grandparents saying, all these people moving here, they're, they're changing Oregon, you know, and they're, and now, unfortunately, you know, we now move to a state where people here are saying, we don't want people moving here to change Montana. And I, I understand that. I, I, yeah. I don't know that I, I understood the scope of it when I, I heard my parents talking about it, but I sure do now. Yeah. Yeah, when Tom McCall used to stand on the Oregon governor, he used to stand on the California-Oregon border and say, come and visit, but don't stay here. He got a lot of criticism, but I, I understand now <clears throat> what he means. And it doesn't mean Californians are bad people. But no. what it means is when you leave a place and you screw it up, yeah. don't go to the next place and do the same thing. And I always tell people here, the first way I introduce myself, they say, where, where are you from? And I say, not California. Then it's like Oregon doesn't sound as bad, but if you say Oregon, they don't want you to come organize them either. Oh, no, not at all. So you know what? They're very, they're very welcoming. If you have a good heart and you're here because you really enjoy their way of life, and you don't. And I think um, one of the other things is that they're going to pop them back in here. There you are. Yeah. You just went out for a second and back. Oh, sorry. Don't yeah. you think you come in and um, I've told everybody too, I want to come here and assimilate because yes. I don't want to change what you have. I love what you have. And the last thing on the earth that I'd want to do is change what you are doing. I just want to be a part of that. Yeah, I just want to think maybe we've learned that or, you know, hopefully people have it, but then you go to Los Angeles or someplace like that and you see, you know, it's becoming just like California. And I think it's, it's very, and, you know, growth like that is really hard in all areas, you know? Yeah. We, well, we just had a, a conversation, sorry, with uh, <laughs> up, up the Hill Grill, the owners there. We stopped for dinner the other night and and uh, he, we were talking about moving to the coast of Oregon, you know, Depot Bay, somewhere Florence, somewhere along there. They had visited a couple of times and we were saying you should, you should go and check, definitely check it out. But keep in mind, yeah, we were talking about legalizing drugs and they were just absolutely floored like no way there's no way that they legalized yeah. yeah like they absolutely did and so that was you know another one of those reasons why we had moved but, um you, you had mentioned uh, uh or questioned what 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 what, what they'll come back when you live in a rural Montana or Oregon, you deal with this with the internet. It's just kind of what it is. I'm fortunate enough I'm really close to a source, but there they are. Okay, we lost you there for a second. We we feel safer here. The, the, it's been, we, we can. They are. Hang on. You know what I'm going to do? Um, I want to show you 
while we're getting them back up. I want to show you the venue that they purchased. And I've got two videos here and I can't tell which one it is. So I'm going to try to put this one up here and see. This is the venue. So what they ended up doing was buying this venue. It's a, an events venue. And um, and they're doing weddings and different kinds of events there. And they all live on the property. But that's not why they bought it to do wedding events. They bought it so they'd have enough property to put everybody on. So let me show you that. Let me see if I got We're on our. Oh, that's. You know what? It might be. That is such a beautiful place. Thank you. It is. It is. And We're so up you in the mountains a little. Yeah. So you guys didn't go into this because you, because um, Joseph, you have a full-time job. And right. Tony, you're watching kids while the, the your kids all got jobs. They're all in the, the ones that are there. So you're like a, a commune. I mean, you're kind of like Rajneesh Param in, in, in Montana. Yeah. So I wanted to say you, um, a couple of days ago, I think you talked about how God was setting you up. Um, to be in Montana several years ago, like back in 2005 or whatever. Yeah. Well, we kind of had a similar experience too, except for, you know, not so many years uh, in between. It was a couple of years ago, we were looking at houses and we looked at one in Pleasant Hill that we seriously considered buying and it happened to be a wedding venue. Now, we had never even thought about doing a wedding venue. It's not like a dream of ours. We never talked about it, but we seriously considered it. We talked to the people and we, we, you know, I think it was, we were real close and we, something just didn't quite feel right and we didn't buy it. And now here we are with a wedding venue. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you're a whole new world. Isn't that funny how it all, I mean, you know, and maybe, you know, I don't know how people would respond. I, I maybe that should be our answer. So why did you move from, from Oregon? Because this is where God wanted me to go. Yeah. Exactly. You know? exactly. And yeah. and maybe maybe the reason other people can tolerate, um, I don't think God creates us to be controlled. I don't think He creates us to be living in fear. I don't think He creates it to have Kate Brown and other people like that uh, mandating things over our lives. And maybe some people can put up with that. And there are, or the other thing is too is maybe some people are meant to stay in Oregon. Um, yeah. you know, obviously. And then there's people like us that were just free to go. And um, I wouldn't recommend this to anybody that is Art. not prepared. I, I don't even know if we were prepared. I don't even know if you prepare yourself. I don't know how. Yeah, this is, <laughs> just this one is day, hard. Yeah. yeah. We, we continually tell our talk to each other, you know, that, that we break down. You know, the first week I was here, I was by myself living in a trailer park, just trying to get a, you know, get a job. And uh, my family was back home. I had never spent more than one night away from my wife. I hadn't seen my boys in over a month. Like it was, it was very hard. 
And so I broke down and just asking God, like, what, what do you, what, what do you want from us? What, what do we need to be doing here? What guide us, you know, encourage us and help us and, and please, you know, just, just show us what it is that, that, that you're wanting from us. Cause right now it just feels really hard. Everything feels like it's a heavy well, backpack. Well, and we got here at the end of October. So, uh, snow and came then the right away came and it was, it was brutal, but it was we, hard. <laughs> we, we often talk about, uh, when we die that what we want is for our kids and, and grandkids and, and, and people we've met to think of us and smile. I, I don't want to, and I struggle throughout my walk every day that, man, did I just irritate somebody? Did I just rub somebody wrong? You know, the, the prelude of this, you know, uh, interview had, you had said, Hey, you know, I barked at some people today. Sometimes, yeah, you got to do that. And I understand that, but ultimately I want people to remember us and, and, and especially family and friends and, and to think of us and smile and not think, man, what a, what a jerk or what an, what an ass or whatever, you know, I, I want to be uh, an encourager and, and a supporter of my family and, and, and my grandkids and, and great grandkids. And, that's why we're here. And that's why we're here. You know, I want my my boys, um, and Kathy and I both said this, we want our boys to look at us and go, my mom and dad aren't afraid to take a risk and do something. You know, we left in 2008, we left a secure six-figure job to yeah. run Secretary of State, and we lost. And then, you, then, and then we got cancer. And then, you know, it's been one thing after the other like that. But I, there are days when I literally get up and I wake up in the middle of the night because old men have to do that to go pee. <laughs> and I walk out and I look at what we look at and I look at this house and I go, I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. We here. do that too. Often. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's, it's living your, it's not, it's because I don't want to say it's a dream because I never dreamed this. You know what I mean? It's like yep. I'm living my life and as I'm doing it, God is creating it as my dream. Or showing me, Rick, you never knew. Okay, here's yeah. a really stupid example. So in our yard, we never had a yard for like 25 years. Not enough water in Camp Creek to do it. We didn't do it. We come here and we didn't really look carefully at the yard they had, but it's manicured. It's got, so we are spending eight hour days out there taking care of two and a half acres of manicured deer fenced lawn. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're with you. Yeah. We're yeah. doing it too. <laughs> And I'm walking around one day and I said, I saw all these aspen trees that they park planted here. And I said to Kathy, I always wanted aspen trees wherever we moved. And then I start looking at you know that decorative grass, those little bushes. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought those were really cool. There's like probably 30 of them in our yard. And to me, that's like when you go in and you did something and then God goes, Oh, by the way, these little things you didn't know were important and you forgot about. It's like a kiss or a little, a little bit of like a sprinkle on the frosting of the cake going, I didn't have to do this, but I did that for you. And I, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think when you do hard things, um, you see what you're made of. And, um, you know, and, and I think um, I, I just really respect you guys and what you're doing. And um, I, I do, I'm, I'm going to be very rude and I'm inviting myself up because Kathy and I want to see it. Please do. And, yeah. Um, and come see what you guys are doing. And yeah, we'll have a barbecue. Yeah, for sure. So do you have any regrets at all? No. No. No, none. Um, it's it's hard. Um, you know, my mom got sick and passed away two months after we moved here. And that was tough, you know, yeah, leaving and and uh and then not being there for that. But other than that, I think um 
I was so deeply rooted there, like so deeply rooted. I was never going anywhere. And I think that um, the fences, I, I built fences and I was comfortable within the fences I built. And um, I think this has taught me to just trust God, stop trusting myself, stop um, just living in our own little comfort zones and just let God show us what he can do for us. And yeah. this is amazing. This is, we never, ever would have dreamt that we would be here. No, And we're, and it's not easy. We're on top of each other. You know, it's, yeah. you know, there's, but you can still walk 10 feet and see like, was that tree here? Like there's so many trees and birds and deer running through here every day and bunnies and foxes. And, and I see elk on the back of the hill, man. It's just, blows your mind the, the 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 wildlife that's running around the things that you hear the audible noises you hear the 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 smells you smell out here they're just you just come out here and just sit like you're saying you could just you, yeah. in the middle of the night if you're picking up things it's it's uh sensory overload definitely we kathy and i went um we used to run all the time i'd run like three times a week you know and so we went for a run yesterday around our neighborhood which is you know a farm you know <laughs> And we did like nine miles and we went by this cemetery and I love cemeteries because it's like, that's where people are done. They've made their decisions about life and it's done. You're at peace, you're rest. You're just waiting for God to wake you up and then you find out what happens. But, but we, I said, we may have to stop there. We go by and it's beautiful lawn, green, everything's taken care of. And I thought, you know what? This community cares about its dead. That says a lot about a town. And then we, then we met the two caretakers and they were out there, these, you know, one's an older guy, one's a guy probably my age. And he starts yakking at me and says, what are you, where are you from? What'd you do? And I tell him, and he goes, you know, I'm on this board that's works with a broad, a lot of county commissioners. And we try to, we're trying to plan for development in the future and what we're, we don't want, what we do want. We'd love to have new people like you on and come share your ideas. And I looked at Kathy and I thought, okay, I feel like every day my, <laughs> root, my roots are starting to go deep down and down and down and they're starting to they got pulled up in oregon and maybe that's a trauma you pull up a plant and there's some trauma and then you replant and it just takes a while and pretty soon you start feeling those roots starting to go down going okay I, this is something new it's something new foundational that's kind of growing in me and you yeah. know what does it mean i don't know but i i know that it's like a kiss from god telling me that something's coming up you know well it, when you when you experience things like the 4th of July here, or you go to the rodeo and you just hear how people truly love God, they truly love their neighbors, they back and support the police. I mean, just all of the things that seem to have been lost in a lot of places they have here. And it just makes you feel good to be a part of it. Yeah. Maria says, I'm an, on the cusp of a move. My house is listed. Everything all you have shared really hits home for me. Thank you for the inspiration and reassurance. Yeah, we're not trying to get people out of Oregon. We're just oh, no, the message is bigger than that. This is like yeah. get out of your comfort zone if you're still in Oregon and staying there. It doesn't mean a state. It means a state of mind. It could mean yeah. a state of a relationship. It could mean all this stuff. It's I think I, I hate how they handled COVID. I hate the re reaction to it, but I think it shook all of us and we saw, oh, oh you know what? I'm either going to fight or flight or do, but, but it really shows your true colors of who you really are. 
Um, so because you guys have this wedding venue, um, then we'll have you, when you go in there, put, put in the comment section how people get a hold of you. But I want to introduce you to one of our other clients because you really got to get your wine, their wine out here. All okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wines. They are the nicest people and um, they have just, the, and the, everything they do is regenerative farming. So what they do, like in the winter, all their livestock hang out in the bear, in the vineyards so they're pooping and, and fertilizing while nothing's growing and then they regenerate that soil so their wines come out but here's here's the owner one of the owners tabitha talking just a little bit about it hold on pinot noirs are best between six and eight years they're kind of their prime and this is our 2016 llewellyn pinot noir so in our tasting room we uh were on our 2016 which is kind of a treat to get to taste that old of a vintage and this is our old vine collector series and then we do have our garden series wines too. So two different price points. This is the higher tier, and this is the, um, I say an economical tier, but also just a lovely wine. And this is mainly that's out there nationally distributed is our garden series wines. And if you go on their website, comptonfamilywines.com slash Rick, you save $15 off your first two bottles or more of wine. And they ship it to all over the world because people, that's really how people really buy their wine. So we should hook you guys up and get them, get some Oregon. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get some from our Airbnb so that when people come here, we have an Oregon wine and, you know, for my clients and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. We've been talking about getting a, a wine fridge in the, in the bride's quarter. So we yeah. can stock it. Stock that with some of their wine. So you guys do weddings, you do family reunions. Bridal showers, birthday parties, just Baby whatever. Showers. This, this year has been a, a, a little bit of all of it. Uh, next year we already have um, eight weddings, eight weddings uh, booked. So it'll. This year was kind of a, you know, we, I think God gave us what we could handle, and we we we've got a handful of weddings. We had a we have a birthday party coming. We had a graduation party. We had a, a the bridal shower. Bridal shower, great. family reunion. We've we've had all kinds of just yeah. different events, and it's just been great to share that with the community and. And, and, the and for surrounding us to area. meet people too, yeah. because we don't know anybody here, so it's been a great way to meet people as well. Yeah, I bet. Hey, um, did you guys know that on Saturday night is the, one of the biggest events in Montana in Helena at Carroll College? Yes. It's called Symphony Under the Stars, and they they have singers and musicians and symphony, and and it's like Elton John and the music of Billy Joel. So yeah. we met some people from Oregon who are from Eugene who moved there. I was at the gym and this guy walks by me and he goes, Hey, are you Rick Dancer? And I went, yeah. And he goes, so anyway, so we went out and had dinner with them. And then, so we're going to meet them and a bunch of their friends. You have to go in Friday night though and put your blanket down. That's what we heard. Cause yeah. Cause there's like 18,000 people. There. I was just going to say that I heard like 17, 18,000 people. We have an event though. We have a wedding. So We'll be here. <laughs> Hopefully, we can maybe we can hear some. I don't know. Yeah, we're not from Carroll <laughs> yeah, College. Yeah, we're, we're right up the road from Carroll College. Are you? Yeah, I, I looked up your thing. So we'll come out and visit you guys. Yeah, and, definitely. And thank you for coming on and being so honest and upfront and, and kind. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, Appreciate it's good to have you on. And um, we will be seeing you in the clan as you yeah, take over. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good Stop night. Those girls yelling out the window. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. And again. Um, yeah, that's been a cool story. I think there's just a lot. And again, don't take this as a you have to leave Oregon to be happy. That's not what we're saying. Um, we were called by God to leave Oregon. That's why we're gone. And you are called by God to stay there if you are. But if you are called to leave and you don't, 
I'm sorry, you are, you're, you're just, you're, you're going to fight against it the whole time. If there's a relationship issue you're having and you're not leaving your attitude or things like that, we all get opportunities to leave. There's a, Donald Miller wrote it in a book and it said, um, roll this around in your tongue, roll the word leave. Doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that feel like who you always were supposed to be? Now go do it. And I think that's where we get stuck because we start thinking about those fences that um, Tina was talking about. That, well, you know, what could happen? What could happen? But what you forget is what could happen. Um, and that's the thing we got to remember. All right, I'm Rick Dancer. Thank you for joining us. We want to thank our sponsors again, Albert Taylor, um, Endless Possibilities. We also want to thank Rosa Real Estate for all that they do for us. Chris Dental Family Dentistry. If you're looking for a dentist and you need something done, contact Dr. Bratlin. He cares about your dental health, not your politics. And also Compton Family Wines. Go on their site and put in Rick Dancer and you'll go Family Compton Wine slash Rick. And it'll pull it up and you just go in there. You can order your wine and get, say, 15 bucks off the first two bottles um, or more. All right. Um, we will not be here tomorrow, but Bill London will be doing a weekly newscast tomorrow. And I'll have that on the page. It won't be at the regular time. It'll just be on the, on my Facebook page and my website. Um, and you guys go like our website, rick at rickdancer.com, because we're going to start shifting, slowly shifting everything over there because Facebook is farting around with us and we're not going to put up with all that social media garbage. So we're going to start shifting it over. It'll probably take a year or two, but we're going to leave me on that long, but we're going to be moving over that direction. So follow us over there and you'll see everything you find here plus more. All right. Have a good night. And Monday we're going to be back and we're going to have Albert Taylor in city of Springfield talking about some of the cool things going on over there. Um, Elements Health Club and Matt McCarl, you know, that Oregon 22 is going on. So we're going to have a live on that on Tuesday. And then Compton Family Wines will be here on Wednesday. And then I've got a guy in um, Oregon who owns a timber company. And when the big fires hit last year, uh, they salvaged a bunch of their wood. And they've got, you can't believe what they've done with it. So we're going to talk about regenerating forests and taking care of our lumber and stopping this ridiculousness of not cutting timber. All right. Have a good night. And I will see you on Monday. Share this on your page, too, you guys. That really helps us in the, in the long run. All right. Have a good night. See ya.